it. Alright, we'll just add that there. So welcome if you're watching on YouTube. It's great uh, to be on different feeds on YouTube. And we're on all different platforms on Facebook as well, which is good. Um, so, excellent. Hallelujah. So let's just take a moment. We're just going to take a moment to pray. And then we'll just press into the scriptures tonight. And uh, like I said, we'll keep it short. We'll have a good time tomorrow uh, evening where we'll delve into the Word and we'll have uh, a longer session then. So, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for the privilege of entering into your rest, that we can come round the tables in our homes with the bread and the wine, recognizing who you are, that Yeshua, you are the Messiah. You are the bread of life. We thank you that your body was broken for us. We thank you for the wine to represent the, the blood of Yeshua and the new covenant. And we thank you for the covenant that we have with you. So, Father, as we take this time out just to come around the word, we ask, Father, that you will speak to us. We ask that you will minister to us and just give us key words of encouragement. We thank you, Father, that, um, that uh, we can witness the effectiveness of, of ministry life we can minister the effectiveness of a mighty god through everything that you have called us to do no matter what we face we give glory to you it doesn't matter what circumstances or what this world flows uh, throws at us we give you glory so father we yield to you we ask father you give us eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts that understand in yeshua's name hallelujah all right. So, like I said, just coming back, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, where it talks about no eye is seen, no ear is heard, no mind is conceived, what Elohim has prepared for those who love him. And I just want to mention a few points um, on what's important about this scripture. And that is that, you know, how we deal with our sight, how we deal with our hearing. We've got to recognize that these are the gateways to our life. Who is in control of the intake of what is coming in to our spirit? And it's vitally important that we have these things lined up. You know, because if we've not got a good sight in the spirit, we're not going to see clearly what is up ahead. You know, there's many people that might be getting embarrassed shortly if the elections don't go the way that they think it should have gone or what they've been prophesying. This is what God's saying. Well, you know what? You know, we are at the mercy of a mighty God and sometimes things don't work out the way you think they're going to work out. But it's all working out in accordance with the will and the purpose of Yehovah. He has a plan in the midst of all of it. So it's interesting what's happening with the U.S. elections right now. And, you know, we'll just wait and see what unfolds with all of this. But it's very important that we have eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart that understands. But also in the midst of all of this, you know, you can get hold of the Bible and you can start applying it to this natural world and take it out of the context of what it's there for and trying to put it into the context of, uh, you know, something else. It's a little bit like getting a, um, a, a heart transfer. Uh, you know, you could receive someone's heart, but you're going to have to take uh, medication 
for the rejection of that uh, organ that's foreign to your body. It's not your heart. It's another heart. It's foreign to your body. So you've got to take medication continually so your body doesn't reject that heart to to convince the heart to receive or the body to receive that heart. And, you know, it's the same with the scriptures. You just can't take the word of God and just apply it out of context. And we've had so much uh, in the area of prophecy, end times understanding, where we take the word of Yehovah concerning Israel uh, you know, I'm not talking about modern-day Zionism, the modern state of Israel. I'm talking about Israel as we see in Scripture, because who is the true Israel? If you are not in Messiah, you have no covenant with Yehovah. You have no covenant with God. And yes, the Father can use what we see in modern-day Zionism to bring things into the place of the establishment of his kingdom, just as he can use in any other nations. Isaiah 49 was one of the scriptures I was reading <coughs> earlier today, and maybe we'll just turn there for a second uh, before we start reading in uh, 2 Corinthians. Um, hold on one sec. Isaiah 49. <coughs> I love going back to some key scriptures that I memorized in my childhood. And this was one of them that really impacted my life. But it's very important concerning the nations. And it says this in verse 1, Isaiah 49. Listen to me, you islands. Hear this, you distant nations. Before I was born, Yehovah called me. From my birth, he made mention of my name. He made my mouth like a sharpened sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hid me. He made me into a polished arrow and concealed me in his quiver. He said to me, you are my servant Israel in whom I will display my splendor. Now, in this portion of scripture, what is it saying? Listen, you islands, you of the nations, you know, not... uh, Uh, native Israel, but you in the uttermost parts of the earth. Why? Salvation through Messiah is not just for the house of Israel. Well, it's for the nations to be grafted into the house of Israel. So it's not just for the natural descendants of Abraham, but it's for all of the nations that we are saved. Verse 4, But I said, I have labored for no purpose. I have spent my strength in vain and for nothing. Yet what is due me is in the the Lord's hands, Yehovah's hands. And my reward is with Elohim. So, you know, let's read uh, on a bit more. And now Yehovah says, He who formed me in the womb, to be his servant and bring Jacob back to him and gather Israel to himself. For I am honored in the eyes of Yehovah and my Elohim has been my strength. Hallelujah. So what are we talking about? We're talking about the restoration of the whole house of Israel. We're talking about how the Messiah is going to come to bring uh, restoration and just the importance of the purposes of Yahovah and the commissioning of the Messiah taking place. But also we see this in our life. You know, he is hiding us in his quiver. Uh, he has made my mouth like a sharpened sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hid me. 
He is hiding us. He is preparing us. You know, uh, so, you know, it's an awesome scripture. But, you know, what am I saying in the midst of this? I believe that we are so disconnected prophetically. I'm talking about the body of Messiah as a whole over what day we are living in, over what is unfolding prophetically. I believe we have been disconnected because we've taken the word concerning the true house of Israel and we're trying to apply it to nations. You know, we can't take the word and apply it to nations. You know, there was a book that came out called The Humbinger a number of years ago and um, Jonathan Cam was on the Jim Baker show and Jim Baker made a statement or, or a question to him and said, Jonathan, you know, many people are asking, how can you take the promises that are concerning Israel and apply them to America? Because that's what the Humbinger does. And this was his response. If we don't take the words concerning Israel and apply it to America, what would we preach each Sunday? And I'm thinking, wait a second, what are we teaching here? What is, what, what is the scriptures talking about? Why? We have got to understand our citizenship in the kingdom of Yehovah. You are citizens of the kingdom of of God. You're part of another kingdom. So what is the work of the Holy Spirit? The work of the Holy Spirit is to align you with the alignment of the kingdom. It's not that we just take the promises and the blessings of the word and apply them to our nations to justify how we should operate and how we should function. If we do that, we're going to miss so much when it comes to the scripture you know we can be patriotic to our land and the nations where we have come from i'm proud and blessed to be scottish yes it's a blessing to be scottish and to represent my nation in the nations but more than being scottish i am blessed to be a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. In fact, even though I'm Scottish, I'm not living in Scotland right now and I'm not aligning myself to my Scottish heritage. In fact, I'm laying down my Scottish heritage and I'm picking up my kingdom heritage. So I want to sing off the song sheet of the kingdom of Yehovah. I want to operate in every way, in every shape, in line with the kingdom of of Yehovah, and that's what we are called to do. So it's not that we um, uh, uh, neglect or, or reject where we have come from, but we recognize that if we're going to bring transformation in the nations of the world, we have to be so in line with who we are in the kingdom. You know, there's many people, go, you know, that are devastated over the 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 events of what's taking place in the election right now because their hope was so strong in one area well our hope is to be found in nothing else than in messiah and in his kingdom and we are called to yes to dominate the kingdom on earth but you know we've got to get our priorities in order and understand. So anyway, what are we talking about? We're talking about eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts that understand. If you are not controlling uh, what you are seeing, what you are reading, what you are understanding, the wisdom and the knowledge that's coming forth, if you're not controlling what things are coming in through your ear gates, if you're just picking up all sorts of worldly nonsense or even misplacement replacement of the scriptures from uh, its true 
purpose to apply it to another purpose, then we're going to miss these things. So we want to keep the scriptures within context. And, uh, you know, when I was reading chapter 4, I just recognized, you know, the effectiveness of Paul's ministry. Um, It's really quite interesting we see in verse 1. So 2 Corinthians chapter 4, it says, Therefore, since through Elohim's mercy, we have this ministry. So it is through his mercy that we have effectiveness in ministry. And guess what? We do not lose heart. So where is our heart right now? How is our heart being set? Is it being set on things above? Yes, we want to bring the kingdom. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. But we don't want to lose heart. Why? Because we see that the effectiveness of our ministry is based on the mercy of God. Hallelujah. You know, verse 2, Rather, we have, uh, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of Elohim. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. There's so much distortion of the scripture going on that people have false hopes and false places. And if things don't go right, what are you going to do? Give up in God because God isn't really, hasn't come through. He didn't come through to his word. Or is it truly the word of God that we are standing on? Or are we caught up in distortion, in deception? Um, Okay, where are we at? Um, on, 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 on the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we, com- uh, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of Elohim. Verse 3. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of the unbelievers so they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Messiah. And this is what I'm talking about. This is what I want us to get hold of tonight. You know, we don't want to walk in blindness, but we want to have eyes to see. So, Father, we we ask right now, and this is what I ask for every day. Father, I, I ask you for eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart that understands. I ask for this on an ongoing basis because I understand the authority we have in the mind of Messiah. We have the mind of Christ, so we don't have to be tossed to and fro with whatever is happening out there, that we can be focused, that we can be uh, in a clear understanding of the light of the gospel of the glory of Messiah. Bring your kingdom, heal and restore. Hallelujah. Who is the image of Elohim? Let's have a look. So Messiah is the image of Elohim. Verse 5, For we do not preach ourselves, but Yeshua, the Messiah, as Lord, and ourselves as your servants, for Yeshua's sake. For Elohim, who said, Let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of Elohim in the face of Messiah. 
Hallelujah. So what are we seeing as we're reading this scripture? We're seeing the importance. Let the light shine out of the darkness. So yes, we want revival. So how do we want it? We want it in our conditions. Well, if the world continually gets darker and darker, and let me tell you something, it doesn't matter what nation you're watching in right now, you know, here's today's news tabloids. The world is getting darker. And the good news about the world getting darker, you know, the light is getting lighter. Hallelujah. So the light of the gospel is shining in a greater measure. Here in the land of Israel, you know, we can't just walk the streets and go, oh, wow, you know, we're walking where Yeshua walked. This is so awesome being here. Listen, you start to get into the nuts and bolts of what's really going on in this country, and you will weep. Your heart will be broken over the things that you witness because we are not seeing a nation that is based on a godly order. We don't have a nation that's seeking after the Messiah. As Yeshua, yep, oh yes, they might say, Messiah come, Messiah come. But they're rejecting the Messiah who has already come. And they're walking in rebellion and from a position of religion and also from a position of secularism where the majority of the people in the land are seeking to build a secular nation. And that's the goal of what's taking place here. So we see lawlessness becoming law. We've got to pray and stand in the gap and intercede for a move of the Spirit in every one of our nations, including Israel. Like I said, if you align yourself prophetically with modern-day Zionism, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss what God is doing because modern-day Zionism's agenda is not the agenda of our God. Now, I'm not saying that God can't take it, and redeem it and, and bring transformation to bring about his will and purpose. That's why we have to preach the gospel and minister in the land of Israel and in the nations. We have to preach the, the gospel because we want to see people wake up to the truth of the kingdom of Yahovah because his kingdom will be established. Hallelujah. We will see his kingdom come and his will done. So yes, in the midst of a shaky time don't lose hope, but stand your ground, recognizing that you are citizens of heaven. And yes, there is so much teaching, there is so much distortion, deception of the word to, to such a place where there is many voices, many gospels, many interpretations of what's going on in the world right now. And all I want to say is my scripture in the Torah, in the Tanakh, Deuteronomy chapter 30 especially, talks about, I will bring you back to Torah in the nations. You will come back to me in the nations. Then I will gather you to the land, to the house of Judah and the house of Israel. This is not just about Judah coming home. So if you're hope thinking that it's the end of the end just because natural uh, um, uh, Judah to a part is in the land, that's it. It's the end where everything's going to fold up. Messiah's coming any minute. Nope. That's not what the scripture says. It says that he will raise up highways. He will raise up byways. They will no longer talk about the first exodus because of the true second exodus and the things that are happening. Jeremiah chapter 16. 
And, you know, this is where we're standing. We've got to stand upon the word and not just stand upon modern uh, Protestant evangelical Christianity. You know, someone said to me the other day, you know, America should be really blessed because of what Trump is doing for Israel. So therefore, America should be blessed. Well, what Trump is doing for Israel is doing for uh, a secular state called Israel, not for uh, for the kingdom purposes. Is it really advancing the kingdom purposes? You know, in some ways we can say, yes, it can look like it, but I call the modern state of Israel, uh, modern-day Zionism, and the agenda of mod- modern-day Zionism, it's an angel of light. It's not the fullness of the truth. And what the enemy wants to do is set up that which looks like it lines up with Scripture, but the only thing that modern-day Zionism has in common with the Scripture is the word Zion. You know, but the agenda of modern-day Zionism certainly doesn't line up with Scripture. If that was true, then the Torah would be leading us, and the laws of the of the Tanakh would be leading this nation, and that is far from what is happening in the nation of Israel. So we've got many things out of place, and and our job is to bring forth the revelation and the wisdom of God by the Spirit so we can see alignment of what the Scriptures is really saying. And maybe it's going to take a whole bunch of craziness in the nations for the believers in Messiah to wake up and actually read the Scripture within context and get a clear understanding of where we are in the days we are living. So you don't have to go empty all your bank accounts right now. You don't have to, um, you know, go buy a whole bunch of gold and silver and uh, look at different ways for trading right now. You know, these are things that, you know, I don't even believe we should be involved in. Yes, yes, make preparations. Yes, but, you know, if you're making preparations because you think the end of the end is five minutes away, then you're out of time and out of place. And I'm not saying we're not going to have civil wars, we're not going to have reshapings of nations and these things. Yes, all those things can take place. But all I'm saying is we are not at the end of the end. Messiah is not coming in five minutes because if he comes, uh, you know, within the next three to six months, he's going to have to apologize for not fulfilling so many prophecies. So from a Hebraic perspective, you're looking at about 50% of Bible prophecies being fulfilled. From a Christian perspective, 99.8% of Bible prophecy has been fulfilled. So we just need to get the alignment in the Spirit and be confident and not lose heart. Because if your eyes are open and your ears are open and you're partaking of the Word and you've got rid of all the noise, and, you know, the sad fact is, We've got so much noise coming from the Christian world that you've got to push to the side, not just the secular world, because of the Catholic interpretation of scriptures that we see even within the Protestant uh, churches of today. So we've got to be careful what we're partaking from and what table we are eating from. I want to eat from the table of Yehovah. I'm not interested in looking at how the patterns of uh, presidents line up with, um, you know, kings 
from the Tanakh. That, you know, I'm not even interested in looking at any stuff like that because what we don't need is we don't need words for the tingling ears. What we need is the scripture within context. So it can come from what seems to be a sincere heart, but is it really coming from a heart of truth in line with the scripture? Or is it deceptive words? Is it uh, um, distorted words from the scriptures to provide a message which is very good for selling books? But that's not what we need. We need to be aligned by the Spirit and see what the Father is saying to us today. So listen, that's just a short word I want to share today. I just want to encourage you, don't lose heart. Stand on the promises of Yehovah. Effectiveness in ministry comes through mercy, not through we've got it all together, we understand everything. You know, we've got to lay our lives down. There's many times in my walk, even though I diligently am in the scripture, in prayer, walking by faith, there's things that I expect to happen, there's doors that I expect to open, and they don't open, or things fail, where you think, how can that fail? I know the Father has called me to walk this way, and yes, he's called you to walk that way, and the Father's not apologizing that you are uh, walking into something that fails. Why? Because man is involved. If man is in sin and rebellion, if people act in uh, a wrong way, there's consequences that come through the actions. So you can be in faith and walking in faith and at the very last moment deny God, walk away from it. You're not going to see the promises and blessings of God. Why? Because something changed in your heart. So our focus is how do we keep our heart steadfast? How do we uh, get to the place where we are aligned, where we are seeing by the Spirit, we are hearing by the Spirit, and we're not caught up with all of this junk? So anyway, my encouragement is continually pray. I have eyes to see, I have ears to hear, and a heart that understands. I have the mind of Messiah 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Let's not be caught up in any form of misunderstanding of the work of the Spirit. The Spirit will intercede and, and on, be, on our behalf and will bring the revelation from the Father to us so that we will break through no matter what we face. And, uh, you know, there's a scripture in 2, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2. Um, is an interesting scripture. Um, it says, no, I just want to tell you a story first. I, I remember going to Spain as a missionary. I'm out in Spain. Twelve weeks, I'm on the streets ministering eight to ten hours or more, you know, sometimes 14, 15 hours, ministering the gospel every single day. I spent my entire time looking for opportunities to minister Yeshua, to pray for people. For 12 weeks, no one gets saved. No one comes to faith I'd have words of knowledge concerning sicknesses and that the Father wants to heal people. I'd say, is this a word of knowledge? Is this true? Is this the sickness you have? Oh, yes, that's true. Can I pray for you? No, nope, I don't want you to pray for me. And after 12 weeks and I'm interceding and praying, God, where is the fruit of this mission trip? Where is the fruit? I want to see fruit. And there was one family in particular I sowed into, and I just spent hours and hours. You know, don't give up planting seed 
into people's lives because those seeds will bear a harvest eventually if the devil doesn't steal them. But keep planting seeds. And after 12 weeks of no fruit, not one little bit of fruit, I saw the fruit of the Spirit everywhere. I saw words of knowledge. I saw insight, revelation. All those things were happening. All those things were incredible and great. But the people did not want to receive the Word of God. So the Word was there, but the people didn't want to receive it. And then after about 12 weeks, yeah, it was 12 weeks, I woke up, I'm violently sick. Now when I went, this is the words that came to me. Now when I went, I knew I was sent. I had somebody to see. I had no peace of mind as I didn't find a brother I had to see. So I said goodbye. I didn't know why, but I knew the Spirit was leading me. Through Christ in me spreads the fragrance, spreads the knowledge of the King who can set you free. And that was burnt in my spirit. Boom. And the Holy Spirit says, you're going back to Scotland today. I'm like, wow, you know, this is like 4 a.m. in the morning and I get up, pack my bag. I haven't even got a plane ticket to get home because that was back in the day we used to buy one-way plane tickets. And then I went to 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and it says in verse 12, Paul speaking, Now when I went to Taurus to preach the gospel of Messiah and found that, uh, that Yehovah had opened a door for me, I still had no peace of mind. Because I did not find the brother Titus there. So I said goodbye to them and went on to Macedonia. So what does it say in verse 14? But thanks be to Elohim who always leads us in triumphal procession in Messiah and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him. For we are to Elohim, the aroma of Messiah among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. So it doesn't matter if they're receiving the word, you're making them accountable to the word. So it's still producing fruit, even though no one came to faith in Messiah in that 12 weeks. Verse 16, to the one, we are the smell of death, to the other, the fragrance of life. And who is equal to such a task? Unlike so many, we do not peddle the word of Elohim for profit. On the contrary, in Messiah we speak before Elohim with sincerity like men sent from Elohim. We are on a mission. And it was such a blessing to read that scripture after what the Holy Spirit burnt in my spirit. Now when I went, I knew I was sent. I had somebody to see. I had no peace of mind as I didn't find the brother I had to see. So I said goodbye. I didn't know why, but I knew the Spirit was leading me. Through Christ in me spreads the fragrance, spreads the knowledge of the King who can set you free. There was a divine appointment that didn't happen, but guess what? I was in place. I was in the right place. But the divine appointment didn't take place. The next time I came to Israel... It was from a word that the, the Father gave me, um, and uh, I go to, uh, not Israel, to Spain, and uh, I walk into this fellowship, and the family that I ministered to months before, uh, I, I walk in, and that family is on their knees at the front of this fellowship, and I witness and I watch them confessing their faith and weeping and being supernaturally transformed as a whole family. 
praise the name of Yeshua, the Mother, Father, and the Son, all come into faith in Messiah. Thank you, Father. So we don't always see things unfold the way we think things should happen. But if we are spreading the fragrance and the knowledge of God, if we are preaching the gospel to this generation, we might be the smell of death to some, but we will be the fragrance, (laughs) the fragrance of life to many. And that's why it's so important. Don't give up hope. Don't stop sharing your faith. Don't stop bringing forth encouragement. It doesn't matter what turmoil is going on around you. If it's going to get darker around you, hallelujah, the Father is only setting you up to have a greater and more powerful ministry to make a difference in this generation. So don't lose heart. Let's stand our ground. Effectiveness through mercy. I don't have all the answer. I need the mercy of God over my life. You need the mercy of God over your life, over everything. But we have this confidence. It's through God's mercy that we have ministry and we don't lose heart. So come on, be about kingdom work and align yourself so we don't spend all of our time taking the scriptures out of context and applying what belongs to um to, to to one area to a different area and just trying to justify it because, you know, if we don't take the scripture out of context, what are we going to preach in America? What are we going to preach in Britain? What are we going to preach in Scotland? What are we going to preach in Spain? Listen, if we would just teach it in context, we will see a mighty gathering of the kingdom of Yahovah being raised up and we will see the ushering in truly of the second coming of Messiah. Anyway, we have eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to understand. I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the word today. Shabbat Shalom, and uh, look forward to catching up with you tomorrow. I'll just give a shout out to who have we got on here. I see Mary there. We've got um, Barak there. Good to see you. Shabbat Shalom. Uh, we've got Russell in the UK. Blessings, Russell. We've got um, Jeannie with us. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. We've got Tony in Texas. We've got Lola. Good to see you. I'm just buzzing through things. We've got B there. Just give us a shout out. We've got Cassandra there as well. Blessings. We've got Jerry. Good to see you, Jerry, brother. We've got D. Yeah, we've got lots of people signing in, you know. Just give us the thumbs up if you're blessed with the message on Facebook and on YouTube. If you're watching on podcast it's a blessing to be on so many podcast platforms and uh, please write to us my email address is kenny at bulldozerfaith.com if you've got testimonies or prayer requests let us know we've got joshua as well blessings to you joshua in canada good to see you brother and uh you know just standing in the gap praying for you as well joshua i just want you to know i've been praying for you and your wife And I'm not sure if you're in South Africa right now, but uh, send me a note and just give me an update. It's good to hear from you. Um, Hallelujah. Yeah, if you are subscribed to the YouTube channel, you'll get the updates. If you are uh, listening and you're on my personal Facebook page, I want to encourage you to make sure that you join. uh, You know, you can watch on the personal Facebook page. That's fine. But if you have uh, liked our ministry page, Bulldoze of Faith, I just posted there, you'll get the alerts uh, um, a little bit easier when we go live each day. 
Uh, we've got CJ joining us from Oklahoma. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. So anyway, guys, appreciate every one of you. It's good to spend a little bit of time in the Word. And, um, you know, don't lose heart. Stand upon his promises. Our God is faithful. He has not let you down one bit. He will not let you down. We can apply the mercy of God to our life because sometimes we just don't understand. But it's Elohim's mercy that builds our ministry to make a difference for his kingdom. Thanks for watching. Until tomorrow, Shabbat Shalom. Hallelujah.